Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Picks and Sticks podcast, a fun music podcast where four great friends talk about the music, bands, and songs that they love. I'm Moro. I'm Gordo. I'm Cecil. And I'm Huff. And this is Picks and Sticks. On this episode of the podcast, we bring you 10 great songs from the Interrupters. Welcome to the ninth episode of the Picks and Sticks podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we've been receiving some great emails from our listeners, so we thought uh, maybe it was time to answer some of those emails, uh, kind of like a like a mailbag type kind of segment. I, I don't know. We need a we need a name for it. mailbags. Kind of overused, overdone. It's a mail. Uh, I don't know pouch. I don't know. Hey, Gord, what's what's in your pouch today? <laughs> Is that, do we go? Do we go with that? We call it Gord's pouch, mail pouch. I don't know. Does that work? Gord, reach into the mail pouch. Yeah, reach into that pouch and see. And you know what? When people send in emails, they'll have an opportunity to get in your pouch, and then every week we'll break out your pouch. No. I don't know uh, where to start with that. <laughs> Maybe you should send them to me because well, I can. I can the pouch is rat- full, rattled out of the gate. <laughs> My pouch could handle more mail, probably. I could put a little room in there. Hey, you know what? It, it is nice to have the uh, the pouch tickle now again. And we had we had a couple this week, up. And All right, was, <laughs> who's a rough who, uh, who tickled your pouch this week, Gord? <laughs> well, it starts off. Um, Michelle has a request. Michelle, Michelle says, tickled uh, your pouch. Nice. She did. Michelle comes strong with a, uh, she has an official request for Foreigner. So I, I told her. Foreigner. Foreigner. I know, boys. Oh, Get your karaoke foreigner. machine stoked up. Oh, boys. I I don't know. I'm in favor of adding that to the list. I, I will admit that I, I had Foreigner 4, the album Foreigner 4, on vinyl. On vinyl, no on vi- I might even still have it, actually, upstairs. That's I don't own solid. any foreigner, no foreigner. Really? But I'm, I'm not a. But I'm familiar with their songs. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a few. There's a few good songs. Is it Randy, Tooth and Nail? Isn't Randy Tooth Jackson the great song? Great song. Is that Randy Jackson from American Idol? Is he the bassist in that? Well, he or was no. in Heart or something, wasn't he? No, this is, not yeah, foreigner. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. But foreign does have. It's a different singer. Sounds like the original one. Is that who I'm thinking of? They got like a. Uh, so you were going right well, off the cuff. So nothing, nothing we've said act after Gord said foreigner has been factual. <laughs> Not a I didn't, thing. It's all speculation. <laughs> it's all, we're just making shit up now. Fuck. Well, all right, foreigner's going to make well, on the list officially, but they could make it onto a theme night, which we might get to a little later. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can queue it up for episode one hundred. Oh um, man, that's too late. I'll tell you what, a hundred. I say we. I say we add it to the list. All right, so let's let's move right. let's move along, Gord. Uh, sure. Uh, what else have you got? There? Next, uh, we had Jay email. He had, he had a few questions in the comments. So he said, "Hey guys, this is my new favorite workout podcast. Nice work, Jay. How bad's what? your workout? <laughs> you need something to make you angry, huh? Yeah, you maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> says says he loves the banter and the great intis- insight into some amazing music. I found a playlist from Moro in the YouTube Music, but no others. Do you know if the playlist will make their way there? Well, Jay, I can say that uh, as of today, they all the links to the playlists are in the uh, in, in the show notes or the episode notes. Isn't that right, Jay? Yep. Yeah, they're all in the show notes. So you can uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music. They should all be there. It should all be working. So thanks for asking, Jay. Uh, he also goes on to say another idea would be to have some of the songs to be embedded in the podcast. Would be great to hear some clips of the songs. Uh, as you guys are talking about them. I'm old and find myself saying, sometimes out loud, I remember the song name, but can't remember the tune. Hope an old, help an old man out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right? That would be out, that would be outstanding, for sure. That's, but, uh, yeah, that's a licensing issue, Jay. That is a great idea. Is. We'd like to do that, but uh, we, don't, we, don't kinda, we don't have that kind of bank, my friend. So that, that is an expensive proposition. So yeah, fees for that are, are crazy. We do but, take donations, though. Yeah, we do. We do take we do. donations. Um, but, you know, and I mentioned this, I think, in the last ep- episode, or I've maybe mentioned it a couple times, that, that uh, uh, some of the feedback we have been getting as well is that, so when the when the new episode 
drops than the playlists are already created. So, you know, if you say you're using Apple Music, you can go to Apple Music and and just search, you know, Picks and Sticks and whatever the name of the the band is, it'll bring up the playlist. So some people are actually listening to the playlist first. Mm-hmm. So they so they remember what the songs are or they'll have it handy. So if they're listening to it and we mention a certain song or whatever, and they're like, ah, I don't remember that song, and then they'll play it kind of quickly. But, yeah, regretfully, we can't play them in the show. Jay goes on to say, finally, and most importantly, you guys are idiots, except Gord. How oh. every little thing she does is magic, didn't make it top ten universally, is a horrific oversight. Gord, keep the good fight going for love songs. Keep it up, boys. Love the show. Jay. Thanks. Thanks for the email, Gord. Yeah, thanks for the email, <laughs> yeah. Gord's mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you no, serious? I'm dead serious. He he you, had some you strong wrote that. You wrote that to yourself. Yeah. We're already attracting some very intelligent listeners. This is a good sign, fellas. Jay, oh, this is, thank yeah, you this for the email, buddy. Yeah, this is genius, right? The very the very first segment, and it's a pro gourd approach. I'm not so sure. I don't know. We need we need to start vetting these a little bit better. Journey. Randy Jackson from Arizona played in Journey. That's Did got he really. The, that's got the rock star singer, the dude that was a fan. He's got a better voice than Steve Perry, so he joined them later. He's just a fan, like a. I think he was. That's right. I think. I think he may have even played a cover band in a, for the uh, Journey cover band. But anyways, I digressed. But someone's yelling at. That's why we don't have money. <laughs> that's why we don't have money for the licensing for the music because we spent all the money on our research team. That's right. That's so right. That's well, that that's person it. screaming at the at the radio or their phone, going, "It was Journey, dummy." That's so it for the email this week, boys. We'll see you uh, tickles the poach next week. What's the uh, what's the email address here, Gord? I think that's a gross oversight on your part. Yeah, I was getting it. Thank you, Huffman. It is picks and sticks podcast at gmail.com. That is picks A N D Sticks Podcast at gmail.com. Outstanding work. Look at that. Not bad for not bad for a first go there, boys. Yeah. Um, so I guess off the top, I didn't really mention what, uh, what we are doing, uh, with this episode. Episode number nine, as I mentioned, is the interrupters. Our first, uh, venture into what I would call a newer band, right? They've got, they've got three albums. The first one being in 2014, they, they were, they were well known, I guess, for a couple of years prior to their first album being released, but, you know, touring around and doing some stuff in California, but they're basically, uh, you know, a new band from from LA. Like I said, they got three bands. They're a ska punk um, kind of band. Um, yeah, yeah. The question I have is like, I've never been a, a like a fan of ska. Yeah. Myself personally, but I've heard a lot of it. But I'm I've been more subjected to it. Like Cecil had, had a fair bit of ska punk, and you did Huff. But is like, is there a ton of bands that that do this? Because my yeah. my I haven't been subjected to a lot of them. This this you being you were one a mighty of them. mighty Boston's guy, weren't you? Yeah, I was a Boston's fan, but I, like there was a few bands that I liked that did some ska, but not like I don't know a ton of bands that do ska. I guess first yeah. but, Cecil first got me. You got me into Rancid. Uh, wasn't yeah. that you came? Did, was that when you came back from Ontario? That's I know right. there was you had delinquent habits, and I thought I thought Rancid <laughs> yeah. was the other Those one. Those were my two takebacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delinquent and habits was, and Rancid. It was yeah. like from the second you played the first out, and I don't want to get into a Rancid thing, so I'm hoping that we'll we'll get we'll get yeah, to do we, it. Uh, we do that band. Rancid and play darts. Yeah, right. And it was it was it was let's go right and the first song just let's go, and then yeah. it just that was awesome. And then I got into Goldfinger later and then i got cease into goldfinger so hopefully <laughs> again I, i'd like to do a goldfinger podcast so i don't want to i don't want to spill our candy in the lobby on that one and 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 tell the that epic goldfinger uh story about <laughs> with the with the concert right yeah but how but does I, uh how, how how do the you know not to go back in time but how did the like how did the police connect to this Oh, you know what? I'm glad you asked that. So here, so when we did the police episode, we talked about, you know, they've got some, some, you know, sky influence and stuff like that. And I even said in that episode, um, something to the effect of, you know, it'd be interesting to, to hear if there was a, a punk band or, or a reggae band or something that said that the police were one of their influences. And I just kind of mentioned that off the cut, off the cuff. The funny thing was, I was listening to I was listening to Goldfinger. I was just on a shuffle, and the song starts playing, and I'm like, God, I 
I recognize this song. And they did a cover of a police song. Is it um, Man with a Suitcase? Is that, I think that's the, the name suitcase. of the song, yeah. Man with a Suitcase. Yeah. Um, and so they actually did do a cover. So so I think that there are some... some uh, that's a good tune too. Yeah, because I asked that question too. I was like, why, why didn't none of these bands talk about the police? Maybe they are. Yeah, maybe 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 there are. I mean, it, it, when you when you go back to, I guess not that I'm, I'm not a, you know, a, a punk historian or anything like that. But I mean, there, it seemed like there were more bands, you know, kind of back in the day, like when, when Goldfinger was around. I mean, Less Than Jake was kind of one of those bands. There there were, I mean, there were a few kicking around. Um, There's kind of couple waves like they're yeah a bit of a british wave when the police came out but they're the 90s we had but uh i guess i didn't listen to mighty boston's but goldfinger sublime it's kind of they're not they're ska-ish yeah. not ska punk but if you you trace the lineage of uh the interrupters through rancid because they're it's all hellcat records yeah rancid uh well they have all the the collaborations and so Rancid is the Tim Timebomb and friends. Yeah, that, I don't know how involved if they produce them or whatever, but there's a connection there. And then um, Operation Ivy. You ever guys listen to them? Yep. Yeah, and they did. And that was uh, I didn't even know. I heard of Operation Ivy after Rancid, and then they had a couple members from there as well. So yeah. it's those did, three bands kind of. Did you just say Scottish? Scottish. 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 They're a wee was, bit Scottish. <laughs> I was reading something, and maybe one of you know more about this, but this Tim Timebomb, right? Um, mm -hmm. Tim Armstrong, yep. T uh, yeah. His name's Tim Armstrong, but he goes by Timebomb anyway. Yeah, whatever. Tim Timebomb and Friends. They, it, it, I read that they released a song online every day for a year. Yeah. It was, um, it was 2012 to 2013, I think, and... It's funny you mention that because that was right around, like before the Interrupters formed. But Amy, so the lead singer of the Interrupters, uh, did a, did a few of those songs. And if you and if you if you look at some of those songs, I mean, they did they did country uh, covers. They they did a whole bunch of really I'm, really interesting stuff. I'm gonna have to check that out because I didn't check it out, but I thought it was fascinating. It's only 365 <laughs> songs. You could probably do it, <laughs> but it's a, it's ska, so it'll take you like half an hour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'll be the shortest 365 songs in the history. We yeah. need a 365 song playlist, song for every day of the year. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. It's idea. funny. Yeah, it's funny you read that. And I'm just, I, oh, that was the other band I wanted to mention because I think I'm I'm on an island on this because there's the 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 ska kind of there's there's different levels and there's you know harder sort of bands like like not even like ska. I don't even want to say ska metal, but there's a there's a band out there called the Urge. That I used to listen to back in the '90s. Um, oh God, I wish I could remember the name of that that one album. Something like "Giving the Gift of Flavor" or something like that. I think it was. I think that was like their third or fourth album that was really good. But they're they're a little bit heavier. The dude that sings has a, has a great voice. Uh, you know, lots of horns. You know, like wicked band. So if, I don't know if Did anyone. Did you send I'll, me that? Did you send me that band? Was it the live? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, that yeah, was a did. few months ago. That's right. It was, yeah, it was really that was good, a live actually. album. Yeah. Yeah. Really uh really solid. I mean and I mean there's there's still a few out there like Kill Lincoln's been around, I think, for for a little while. Um I'm trying to think who else is out there. But yeah, there's there are some but it, it's kinda I guess the ska thing has kind of made a bit of a a resurrection. And I don't know if you want to credit the interrupters for that. That might be a bit of a stretch, but they're they're kind of the the band that that everybody started to to know in the mainstream anyway, and with the female singer, which I don't know any ska bands off the top of my head that have a female singer. Yeah, there's there's some you know metal and some punk bands out there like Good Cop, Good you know Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I mean, um, I'm trying to think. There's a there's a yeah there's a there's a few of them, but really. And I'm going to bring, there's a few songs in here that I thought sounded a little, or her voice, Amy's voice sounded a little Gwen Stefani-ish. Oh, for sure. Right? There, sure. Especially, she's got especially a, she's on got the first record. Voice. Yeah. She's like, got a great voice. She does, but there, it's funny because I found her voice to be, to have a little bit of a, 
little bit of a growl to it. It's got a little bit of sandpaper to it. But then there were some songs where where she had a really, really nice voice and and, and it's it sounded like No Doubt, right? So, um, and that was, when was No Doubt? I was never a No Doubt guy. Like there were a couple of songs that were okay. I didn't like any of their hits, but I know a few of our friends were, were big into them. What was that? That's got to be mid-90s. Is that about right? Yeah. That's about right. Somewhere in there? Yeah. yeah something that. like that. Yeah. So um, I think it's a it's a good time. So they've got so we'll just talk about the three albums real quick. They've got a self titled album in 2014 called The Interrupters. Obviously self titled. That's kind of redundant. Uh, 2016 they released Say It Out Loud, and in 2018 Fight the Good Fight. I imagine you know they've been every two years. And it's funny when we look at the older bands that we did. They were all like just peppering the. You know, every year they're releasing, and in some cases, more than one a year. They're on a kind of a every two year uh, thing. The Fight the Good Fight album has kind of blown up, so it doesn't surprise me. That and with the combination of the pandemic, doesn't surprise me that they've kind of delayed a little bit. But I'm quite looking forward to their next album, to be honest. But um, well, they did they did release some live performances on. Uh, they have them on their website. And oh really? Good. Okay, yeah. I didn't check that out. Yeah, and they did a couple cover tunes and some. Yep. It's, it's actually really, really good. Okay, yeah, they did do the one release. I don't want to. Again, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Maybe we'll let's get into the top ten because I know that it, it at least one of those um, uh, one of those cover songs makes it into the top ten. So, uh, as a reminder uh, to the listeners or to the new listeners, we've got the way that we come up with this this list. Again, it's not a best of. It's a it's a list of kind of the songs that we enjoy at at the time that we do this. So we each, the four of us, will each do a list of, of 20 songs. We have a patented picks and sticks algorithm that we run those lists through. And then it ranks those lists really from one to, you know, one to 30 or however many different songs there end up being. And then we uh, we debate the top 10 a little bit. And uh, and then we'll go into some deeper cuts a little bit later on. So that's that's kind of the way that, that we get to this point. And in and and in typical picks and sticks fashion, I I just about died when I saw the list because of course there's eleven. <laughs> so for those of course, <laughs> for those listeners that that have been with us for uh, for a little while, know that no matter what we do, as much as we try and keep it to ten, there's always eleven. You know, always. we go full full spinal tap. So it's the algorithm sneaks it, one in there. It all the time, and I, I love it. I love it. So maybe from now on, I won't even mention it and I'll just, we'll just go and then see if anyone actually notices that we've got 11. But, uh, so we've got two, two songs, uh, tied for 10, uh, with 33 points. Not that that really means anything to anybody, but, uh, uh, got each other. We'll talk about first. It's from Fight the Good Fight. This one was interesting because it made the list. It was my number two song. It was, and I guess I was going to mention that too. And in, in this top ten or top eleven, we're kind of all over the place. There's not a lot of consistency. You know, less less than half the songs were actually on all four of our lists. So you'll see a lot of songs where there might be two guys had it, three guys had it. There weren't a lot of you know unanimous uh, selections, if you will. So fight the good fight. I had second on my per- <clears throat> pardon me second on my personal list. Cecil seventh on his personal list, and then the other two guys didn't didn't have it. So, um, what? Uh, well, actually, I wouldn't mind if if it's okay with you, Cecil. I wouldn't mind talking about this tune a little bit because it's again you and I, and maybe this is why we like it. You and I, being the Rancid fans, uh, every member of Rancid sings on this this uh, this song, and I'm a I love Matt Freeman. His voice, he's got that kind of gravelly is he the one with the rotten voice like it's terrible yeah he sings he sings he sings the third verse so the first one is amy then the second one's tim and then the third one where it gets really he's got that if you listen to a band there's a punk band called off with their heads and and the lead singer ryan young has this really they're not the same i wouldn't call them the the same but it's you know that it's like he's gargling gravel but uh, matt's not quite at that at that level but i i just i love that song and again it is a it's a rancid song. It's you know heavily influenced. They all sing on it. I think it's a great freaking tune. I love the say punk. A theme in punk a lot is like brotherhood songs yep. about friends. You know, like you just you pitch yourself 
picture myself and my arms wrapped around my buddies, pints of beer spilling on each other, or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I got there's five or six songs just in these twenty. They're just about friendship. You know? Yeah. Well, and that the ska vibe, and you'll notice. I mean, there's some great storytelling and stuff. In in I think there's some good. She's a very good lyricist you know again in the in the you know punk ska kind of world but um ska generally is is positive i guess there are some more you know yeah. more positive themes and you and you find that with um with some of the songs so that that uh that kind of falls in line with with this i would say yeah, um good, the other good. sorry go ahead no i say it's good get your shit together music so i see this like punk and ska and a lot of uh sports you know uh, yeah. as well you know, skateboard yeah. and snow and all that stuff good yeah, to listen sure. to in your in your ear pods yeah um the other song that was tied at number 10 was from say it out loud uh gordon cecil had this on their list cecil had it at three gordon number six on his personal list uh by my side um fire away again wants to sure go. i i find <laughs> yeah, that right? they're, i find their songs kind of fit into two broad kind of genres and one is you know it's either a catchy upbeat punk ska song or they've got these really good like anthem songs and this is the the form the anthem um you know at the end of it i was coming in the shower i don't want to die i don't want to die like yeah. it's just it's really really catchy for three days <laughs> it's you just can't get out of your head it's, it's oi, just, a, just a great oh yeah it's right it's just a great song i uh <laughs> I found a lot of their songs I was oh, humming. Oys are always good. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. I've got a little note here. I wasn't actually going to talk about this because I didn't pick pick the song, but I actually noted. I, I think I dropped the ball because I think, you know, much like cowbell, cowbell's my thing in rock and roll. The oi oi in 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 <laughs> punk seems to be my my Achilles heel, and I can't believe I didn't select this song because I do love a good oi oi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Um, Number nine, and this this this, this is interesting a, a little bit because generally, from what we've seen so far, we haven't been big on cover songs, right? Mm-hmm. Generally, we steer clear, and the the picks and sticks rule is it's got to be better. It's got to right? be better. So at Simple. number nine, it's a it's a single bad guy, uh, originally uh, created and recorded by Billie Eilish. I I quite like. Um, the original version, to be honest, but this one hit all four of our lists. Gord, you had it the highest at number seven, so why don't you take this one? Sure, I, I was surprised I had it highest because, you know, after doing the list, I double checked my uh, my amateur hour picks and decided to double check against uh, Spotify, and it was it was one of the highest downloaded songs. So I don't know if that's uh, because of Billy Eilish's success or not, but I. Uh, I did like their spin on it. Well, then it's, it makes complete sense. Oh, does it now? <laughs> I I like the spin they put on it. It sounds uh, familiar, but much different than Billie Eilish's kind of darker version. So, mm-hmm. it uh, I, I thought it was a really good job. So, good yeah, good work I, on I, Bad Guy. The I timing of it, it probably helped too, make you popular, right? Because it kind of mm-hmm. normally what happens is a song gets popular and then it kind of dies and goes away, and then someone will cover it you know, years, it might even be a year or two years later. It could be 10 years, 15 years later. This one kind of happened while the Billie Eilish version was still on the charts. Yeah. It was like the same time. It was, yeah, so. it was odd. So I don't know how that came about, but that was just kind of cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Morrow. You had something? Well, I was just going to say, I kind of, I broke my rule a bit because I, I, I think I might actually like the Billie Eilish version better, but they are quite different. This yeah. version is really good. It's like it's, it gives it you know more of a rock and roll feel. But the Billie Eilish, I'm not a big Justin Bieber fan, but he's in he's in uh, Billie Eilish's uh, recording of it. Is is he not? Yeah, he's I, asking I us. He's asking. I'm us pretty a sure. serious question. I'm You're asking sure. us. What the? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need get that team of researchers. I'm Hang gonna on. say no. We're out of my, let me go we're talk out to my, my genre. We're out of my genre. I, I'm pretty sure Bieber's on on that song. Or there's a version with Bieber. Anyway, uh, I think there. You know what? Now that you say that, I think there is a version with Bieber, but I don't think like the original version. Is with um, Bieber, yeah. It is is with Bieber, and I I saw her perform it on Saturday Night Live, and it was and she did a phenomenal job. It was fucking awesome. So yeah, I'm with really Moral good. though. I I didn't I didn't 
I wasn't sure to put it down because I do, I do like the Billie Eilish version better. But uh, they just they just did a good job, made it different enough. Yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll move on now to number number eight. Again, interesting in that this was my top song. I had this number one on my personal list. Gord had it number three on his list. You guys didn't have it anywhere. So again, when you talk about the inconsistency and just the vast, you know, the 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 differences in our lists, um, She's Kerosene is the song. Um, I... I debated this and and this is a song that that I that I like. It's a it's a song even still when I hear it I you know it it gets me going but you know I what I the part of the reason why I put it at number 1 was we've had a bunch of conversations in past episodes where we say, you know, like like Teen Spirit's a great example. Song that I really really loved and then over the year it's just been so overplayed and stuff that I just I can't listen to it anymore. So I I part of the reason why I put it at number 1 was because I felt like, because this was the first song that I had heard of theirs, uh, I really enjoyed it, and that got me listening to the to the rest of the band. And I thought I actually have an opportunity that I'm that I'm living in this era when this when this band is popular. So I I had it number one, just you know, for the most part because of that. I have an opportunity to put a song number one as a as a song that I just you know heard in the past whatever it's been six or eight months. But it's a it's a great tune. So that's kind of how. What my thought process was behind it. Is it our first current band? <laughs> it is our first current band, and that's always been the problem, right? It's like, you know, whatever the, you know, the popular, it's, you know, Sandman. It's like, yeah, you know, I really liked Sandman at the time, but I can't listen to it anymore because I've heard it a, a billion times. So it was, you know, not that I want to draw the parallel that, you know, that this song is the same as, a you know, especially Teen Spirit, which launched a completely you know, different genre of music and has a special place in music history. I'm not suggesting this is that same type of song, but it was a song that I had heard that was very popular that got me into this band. And, and I, and I do like this band. So I, I thought I would at least give it some respect and put it first on my list, but it's number eight in our overall list, which I think is respectable. Yeah. And I find that interesting. Um, I came at this a little differently because I, one, I'd never heard a note this band had played before I started listening to him for the podcast. Okay. Um, and I didn't look at any top list. So I just, I listened to all three albums and it didn't, it didn't make my top 20. And I don't, it's not that I think it's a bad song at all. I just found compared to all the rest of the stuff they do, it seemed so much more mainstream um, mm-hmm. to me. And it's not, and like I said, it's not that I didn't like the song. It just, it, it didn't, stand out to me as different it it seemed like up the middle so yeah. i understand why you have it there um but but that's why i didn't have it there yep yeah see and it's i mean it's popular because it's got a great hook right like and and that's kind of one of those things but yeah we're coming at it from different angles because i'd never heard the band and then i heard that that song i think you know similar to the way that we've looked at you know like the police were you know not really you know, hearing a lot of that, a lot of that stuff, right? So, um, anyway, um, I don't know, D- Gord, did you want to chip on in on kerosene, or do you want me to? Uh, sure, I was going to say that, uh, like you, this was the first song I heard of them, and uh, I, I like how the it starts singing with the music, and uh, I, I really found the opening lyrics interesting. I'm a match. She's kerosene. You know, she's going to burn down everything. She's an arsonist in her pastime, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just, I don't know what it was. I just, I thought it was an interesting beginning and. Morals, right? As we got listening to the band, you realize this is one of the more radio-friendly songs yep. that they have. But there's nothing wrong with that. It was it was a nice. It was a catchy song. It, it wasn't my favorite one on the list, but it, it was uh, definitely memorable. Yeah, and that's you know I want to I want to I guess move on to to number seven um, on a turntable. Is that number seven? It's off of Say It Out Loud. Cecil had oh, this so good number two. And I, fuck, man, I had this all over my list. I, I, there's so many of these songs that I really, really enjoy. It was, it was hard to kind of figure out where to put everything, but this was one of my favorite songs the first time I heard the band. And, and you got it number two. So, so yeah, that was the, I was influenced. I saw they played a, just a couple of songs on a, it was on a on YouTube. They were at a California radio station in San Diego, and they came down just to play a couple of live 
songs and they filmed it in the radio station studio okay and uh there was that and by my side so yeah there's my two three songs so i think that video influence you hear something sometimes it sounds better i mean i wasn't there (laughs) but the live version just uh yeah it sounded really good so yeah yeah i i think it's i i I think it's a great song i mean i'm I'm i just like that struggling to find the words but I had a question I for you, like Carlin. The, I like the metaphor talking about life on a turntable. Huh? Simple, but it's good. Yeah, it's a good metaphor for rockers like. I didn't us. see that. Uh, I I didn't see that live performance, and I know none of us have seen this band live, obviously. But I saw a few of their videos and whatnot, and some good stuff. But what what do we think about this band uh, musically? Um, I know there's the three brothers. She had a solo career prior to that, and then they joined up on tour and, and made a band, but. Um, it's in the ska punk scene, are they are they talented? What do yeah, we think? You of don't that? have to be good though in ska punk. <laughs> it's not important. Yeah, I I can't even comment on that. I think what does help is is having uh, a good a good voice. I was going to say front man, front person. Um, you know, and and I guess lyrics. I I think she's pretty decent lyricist to be honest. I think there, there's some songs that have, you know, great story writing or, or storytelling, you know, there's others like, like C said, you know, sort of that, you know, togetherness, family, brotherhood, sisterhood, like that, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But realistically, and there's a couple of good, I, I don't know. I thought there's some really good bass licks in there, but I, again, I think that comes from Rancid. Like Rancid has some really, really, like I, I really dig their bass lines and a lot of their music right so ska, yeah ska together is uh as a rolling bit walking bass lines mm-hmm. yeah yeah the, the bass player especially stood out for me as being pretty solid but maybe that's a product of the music they're playing but, too, yeah sky another good thing about ska if you play bass you get you maybe get a little more attention more than yeah. if you're in metallica <laughs> <laughs> primus uh, there's some great bass lines on a yeah. lot of the songs yeah, yeah. There's some I, there's some really good bass lines, and and as far as a comparison to Rancid, I did, I didn't find them like Rancid personally, because I, I think like Rancid's a lot. It, it's a lot dirtier. It's a lot, um, it's a lot muddier. I find, and I found that the sound of this band is quite quite a lot cleaner. Like you can hear all the instruments, you can hear everything clearly. The singing is obviously, you know, a lot different. She's She's got a great voice, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Um, I would. I listen to Rancid for this, for the, his voice at all. You know, no. you're right about. Uh, you're right about the, the, the well, all that, but the singing especially. Is she a great singer? But again, Huff said the lyrics. Like every song has got super awesome lyrics. Yeah, she's got some clever stuff in there. Like like you said, I, I don't know. I I I would still say that they're they're. There are her, I, her her background. She has a lot of songwriting in her background because I saw that she wrote songs for like the Birds of Prey series. Um, she's written a lot of songs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when I when I kind of looked her up because I had no idea who she was, and she's she's quite an accomplished songwriter. Which I found interesting that she would uh, be, join a ska punk band. Like it didn't it didn't seem like a fit. Yeah. Um, cause I even listened to some, she has a couple songs that you can find out there and they're, they're way different. They're not punk yeah, really. Her solo mm-hmm. stuff is quite a bit different. I'll have to check that out. Or li- yeah. lyric, I find her lyrics are like, they're like tangible in life. Like songs like not personal. I catch myself singing in my head. If I'm offended, I find white noise when I hear a little bit of yip yap. Someone yeah. maybe I don't want to listen to easy on you is great. If you're beat yourself up. With that type of person, well, let's you I know sing what, that let's, on. yeah, let's stick with that because that's actually the next song on the list, and and that's a great transition because I I was I was just gonna say that when you're mentioning that that is a when you look at the lyrics for that it's a easy on you is is a song that that just resonated with me. Um, that's my feely I, feel song. Yeah, it's a it's a. I knew there were gonna be a there were gonna be a few, and I want to get to that because there, there's one here. There's there's yeah there's one in here that I couldn't believe you didn't have selected. So we'll get to that in a little Room bit. Room with but, a view. Yeah, but 
Anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. We're all over the place here. So number six is easy on you. This was the outside of bad guy. This is the first song that Morrow actually had in the uh, so far in this top eleven. So um, I don't know. Not that I want to send it back to you, Morrow, but but easy on you is a a well, song I, that that you got in on. I had it not because of the lyrics, but then the lyrics are really good about you know take it easy on yourself because. We tend to beat the shit out of ourselves, but I thought the vocals were outstanding. Yeah, um, and it gave it has that no doubt vibe to it. I've got uh, that written down too. Yep, and it's got a great solo. You know, that's what I loved about this song. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> oddly enough, those videos I was talking about earlier, this is one of the songs they they did do live on the YouTube video, and it's it's really good. Like it's. A, I had it quite high on my list because I just the vocals just got me. Yeah, it was it, they just it's so catchy. Yeah, and I I I love the uh, I love the lyrics as well. And and uh, Cease, you mentioned this one as well that the one at number five is not personal. Uh, you had it four. Morrow had it number four. So Cease, if uh, I mean it's so again, I, that's a fun song. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I should man. have had it higher on my list. I'm kicking myself. I think I dropped the ball on that as well. Again, great guitar solo. Yep, awesome guitar solo. But the um, the way they recorded this, or the way they mixed it, or wh- whatever they did, like it's right in your face. And as far as like, sometimes I don't enjoy the way ska songs start because yeah. I found that I was listening to twenty songs and. 10, 10 of them sounded like the same song at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this one just had that pop like right in your face. Um, great, great tune. Yeah, right in your I face. Agree. Yeah. Um, number four. Yeah, give it to you in your face. Yeah. <laughs> totally not appropriate. Yeah, this is totally off, off the rails here, but not family reading. Number just, four. I just want to say, I I'm think trying to move be- on here. I think it's the best ska <laughs> tune on the album. That's my opinion. Oh, okay. Wow. Bold. Bold. Well, then why I do. Why didn't you have it number one then? We'll get to that later. Because I had other songs All before right. it. Okay. Uh, Cecil mentioned the number four song, "Room of the View." This is a this is a song that you know I don't. Cecil's the the touchy feely guy. He's the one that's always talking. He's he's out here. He's crying. He's listening to albums and stuff. That's right. This this was, you know this this one gets me. You know it's it's the there's a line there. Um, uh, your brother and sister are doing great now, but your your mother's never been the same or something oh, like that. Yeah, right. And that that one just oh, gets me. And I you know what? And I this is a great tune. It's one. It's well, definitely one of my favorites. I had it at number four. On my yeah, list, and it tugs it, on the gut, but not enough that it makes me want to skip past it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Mm. The Headstones. Which one? That that song. No, I mean which Headstone song? Headstones. Uh, not song. A, not a specific song. It just reminded oh. me of something that you'd hear on a Headstones album. Really? For some reason, yeah, it's got that vibe to it. It's the first thing I thought when I heard it. Huh. Okay. I'll have to. I'll have to try and. Connect those dots. I, that didn't come off the page at me at all when I and I've heard this song a million times. But maybe trust uh, me, you'll, you'll be missing. You'll, yeah, you'll be when you listen to it. You'll be like, Morrow was right." Well, that's normally what happens. That's the fu- <laughs> that's the funny thing. I listen back to the podcast and I'll you know I'll write down some of the things and I'll listen to. It and I go, "Oh yeah, it was uh, what was that? What was that one? Uh, the the Van Halen song that that sounded like Metallica yeah. when we were recording. Yeah. I was like, "You're out of your mind!" And then I listened to it. and I was like, "Holy shit, that does sound like Metallica!" I know. It's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone else on Room with a View before we get into the top three? This is the one no, for me that kept no. moving up. Started at twenty, was in the high teens, and ended up on four on my list. So, yeah, uh, great lyrics and it. It's one of those songs that just needed further listening. I guess it just kept moving up and up. So. Yeah, great yeah. song. Yeah, number number three is one of the the great one of their great breakup songs. There's there's a few of them. Gave you everything off the off of uh, fight the good fight. Um, we all had it in the top. Well, three of us had it in the top ten. Uh, Cecil, this one didn't make your list, but uh, uh, Gord, why don't you continue on with uh, gave you everything? 
Sure. Um, this is in your top five, I, I, right? I guess, yeah, I had this one quite high. I got a bit of a different take maybe on this one. And it's, it's not just the lyrics in the chorus, but this one reminded me of Hole a little bit. It, she had a, a bit of a Courtney, a Courtney Love thing going on, and, and, and not in a bad way, like the best parts of, of that of that band because I don't really like Hole, but I don't know why. It just it reminded me very much of, of their kind of early 90s punk because um, it's a bit more straight ahead for this band than some of the other ones. So, I, again, this one I found moving up the list it started late and it ended up at uh, up at number five for me. So it, it was really good. Yeah. I think Morrow had it even higher. Three. I had, I had three. Huh? Yeah, Morrow had it at three. I heard it and it's like a rock and roll tune. Reminded me of, uh, I, I didn't think of Hole. That's that's interesting. Uh, I, I didn't think of Courtney Love, but it reminded me again, like something that you'd hear from Gwen Stefani or Pink or something like that. Hmm. Um Obviously, she's pretty choked about the breakup. <laughs> if it's a true story, I think that's part partly true. <laughs> yeah, sounds like my divorce. <laughs> but but what I but what I, I love. See, you're the one that's divorced, so that's why it's highest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, it wasn't <laughs> yet. I when I heard the song, I'm like, this must be a hit for them. Because <clears throat> like uh, she's she's kerosene. It's got that. It's got a real sort of top 40 feel to it but it, i don't know it's such a catchy song yeah indeed yeah um number two she got arrested fucking love that song oh that's a great that's gord you had you, that was your number two song i had it number three it was. and then it was funny moro had it down on his list 14 cecil at 15 so again there was that two of us had it super high thing like this is a great tune and then not that 14 or 15 means it's a bad tune. It just didn't rank mm-hmm. as, as high. So uh, well, great story. This, Go with it, Gordo. Yeah, this this is, uh, like Morrow said, he had his, his favorite Scott tune. This was my favorite straight-up Scott tune of theirs. It, it had a bit of everything that I liked. So it had the, the great Scott. It had the the very the good rock and roll anthem chorus. And, and just a great story and great lyrics and really catchy on top of all that. So uh, fantastic. So I think this one is... One of their highest charting songs, too, if I'm not mistaken. I check later, but uh, really good tune. Yeah. Good story. Yeah, it's it's like the punk ska version of, what was it? And I'm talking right out of my ass again here. Um, it's a country song. Uh, it's like Earl Had to Die. Was was that? Um, the Chicks. The Dixie Chicks. Well, yeah, now they're called the, the, as, the Chicks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good, um, I like that song. Really right, there's it kind of kind of similar in a way, right? It it was wow, uh, obscure reference. Well done, Huffman. Well, you know what? I like to uh, you know I bamboozle you with the country reference, but the reality is the reason I know that is because me first in the Gimme Gimmies did a did a remake of it. <laughs> there you and go. That, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah me first in the Gimme Gimmies did an entire album of of country covers, and well, it's I know a, this because it's. I know this song because it's got such a good video. I can't remember the short dude from NYPD Blue. Um, there was a Crusoe, the redhead, and then the short Ron Jeremy looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, he's, who's he's Ron Earl. Jeremy? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Have you seen a lot of his movies? <clears throat> no, I just saw someone said said this guy named Ron Jeremy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and he, uh, yeah, anyways, good video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's uh that's she got arrested the number one song uh is take back the power gord had it one moral had it two i had it six and cease had it ten so we all had that wow. in our top ten so Dude, um that's a this is a powerful rock anthem straight up no ska on this one maybe that's why i liked it i don't know but are you a leader or will you follow, brother? It's all you need to know about this song. It just comes right at you. It's, it, well, I was really it, surprised when I heard this one. It, it is, is a punk rock it's, anthem. It, well, it's, you know, it's a song that was on their first album, right? So 2014, mm-hmm. so you're talking six years ago. But it is interesting that, that you know, Take Back the Powers is, you know, very uh, relevant today too, right? It's, it's, it's a like a theme song, song for pretty much anything. True. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, like, and then I realized when I sort of after I listened to all the music I, that this this song has been on a few commercials. They've used it for like 
a few like commercials. It was like a T-Mobile or a Virgin. Yeah. It was a, a mobile uh, cellular company had it, Which totally makes sense. Like, it's got, it's perfect for that it, kind of it, stuff. Yeah, you're right. You could play this for, like, anything. For anything. <laughs> That's amazing. You try writing a song that good. Jesus. Well, you can't. And, I mean, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, from... You know, from the way the algorithm works, I mean, it had 65 points. Second place, you know, was She Got Arrested, which was 50 points. So there's a 15-point difference. Um, That's a drug. That's a drug. it is. It's an absolute boat race on that one. So um, to to summarize the the top It's no sabotage, though. It is no sabotage. It was true. It was still 15 points behind sabotage. Um, in any event, uh, to, to summarize the top 10 slash 11, um, got each other by my side or at, at 10, nine is bad guy. She's kerosene at eight on a turntable seven. Easy on you is six, not personal. Number five room of the view is four. Gave you everything is three. She got arrested two, And the number one song that we just talked about was take back the power. And that means... And this, wow. this one, this, I, I'm going to, I guess, force upon you guys uh, <laughs> as, we, as we slide into the egregious omissions and points of contention part of today's program. Um, I felt like there were a couple, and, and forgive me for speaking on behalf of a couple of the guys, but I thought in terms of egregious omissions, well, maybe that one's a little bit tougher, but let's, let's talk points of contention. Cecil's number one song... <laughs> Which is family, uh, didn't make the top ten. So, how do you feel about that, Cease? Kind of expected. It's really a bit of a stupid song, which is uh, right up my alley. You know, police. I had walking on the moon, or sorry, walking around the room first. <laughs> walking around the room. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the uh, old Daglo abortions. They had a great song called oh, yeah. "I Like Stupid Songs." Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I reckon I've never so. listened to any of their stuff, but I know the name. But for real, this one's stuck in my head. And I mean, all of us probably feel, well, maybe you don't. I feel like my family is a little bit crazy <laughs> in a good way. So, and, uh, you know, just another another brotherhood song, but I get the, the chorus. Uh, Do you want to talk about it a bit? Oh, man. Not today. <laughs> Chaos. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'll talk about it. My nine-year-old stayed up after I went fell asleep the other night. Woke up, phone, dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who are you sending these to? You got a girlfriend? <laughs> huh? So, so my wife she doctors it up, puts uh. You got to take back the power. Makes uh, he oh. took oh, hey, oh. so hey, she oh. put uh, she drew goofy. some control. Did you uh, made Goofy a cartoon over top of it? <laughs> so, oh my god! Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that's my one crazy family. The ones who understand me. This <laughs> is right. my family. <laughs> well, that 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 explains uh, Cecil's number one. Now the other, the other uh, uh, point of contention. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw over at Moral because his number one song, Liberty didn't make the top 10 either. So again, it was, I think this is the first time that I'm appalled by that. Right. Right. That like that oh. any of us have had a number one song, not make like the, the top 10 or anything, but it, yeah. I mean, this is, this is an outrage. Uh, what's your I story? I don't know, about? man. I, I just think it's such a good song. I can't believe you guys didn't uh, have it higher. I got, I got nothing. I mean, it's, it, I just, the, the moment I heard it, I knew it was going to be number one. Really? That's where it ended. Huh. Faster than most, too, isn't it? I thought it was good, but yeah, I couldn't could get it in the top ten. Sorry, man. There's not enough room. The ska hmm. the ska top ten was full. I yeah, got one. I, guess. I got one too, Hoffman. It's oh, not much yeah. of a it's not much of a ska tune though. It's more That's like true. It is one more it's, of the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Gordo, you've uh, what's you've got well, a sorry. point of an egregious omission or a point of contention? What's your problem now? <laughs> I've got a problem. I uh, what's I your had freaking problem. I really like the band or the song "Loyal." It, uh, it's a quick punk rock anthem song. We stand Loyal together and we stand by our crew. 
I, I couldn't believe that one didn't make the top 10. I thought that song was awesome. That one didn't make the top 20. So that, that you know what, that is, that is a, that a must be on me. Uh, that might be, you know what, I think it's on, no, it's not, uh, yeah, I think it's on me. I had it, number. that was my number 20. Uh, Gord, you had it pretty high. You were in at number eight. That's right. Uh, Cease didn't have it. And Jay did, Morrow didn't have it either, so. Morrow didn't have it either, you know, and, so. And that's all right. There's there's a lot of stuff that's kind of for everyone on here, so I, I, I'm not bent out of shape. I, I was just surprised. I thought that one was really good. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I feel like I should have had it higher. Not that I would have been able to save it anyway, because it, it had so few points. It, it had a long way to go to get into the mm-hmm. into the top 20. But, um, you know, again, I think yeah, there there's nothing that really stands out with the egregious omissions, right? It, was, no. it wasn't like there, it, it's, a, it's a different band that we're doing this time. So um, I thought it was interesting that those number one songs didn't make it. I've, I've got... Um, I've got one, it's not really an omission because it, it, it came in at number 14. So it's not like it didn't, it wasn't on the radar, but maybe as a point of contention. And again, what's interesting is, you know, this is a, a song that it's a cover song. Uh, the song that I'm talking about is the Metro. Uh, it's off of the first album, the interrupters. I totally am with you on this. Right. Uh, I, I was surprised that it didn't rank higher like i had it five more so had it cover? eight yeah it was a band it was um like a new wave band called berlin they had one big hit i don't remember what the name of it was but it's mm-hmm. a band berlin in 1981 but uh really well written again the lyrics are the lyrics are awesome um amy's voice is really strong um you know there's there's you know lots of horns the trumpet solo is incredible i mean this song just freaking swings here and I go. Here I go. I'm, all right, I'm here com- we go. I'm coming in with the misfits. Good, good. I'm okay. Coming in with the misfits cuz I, I think the guitar Welcome riff to at the, the misfits beginning. portion of today's episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no. I'm being dead serious though. It's okay, got bring like it. a, it's got that horror movie kind of riff at the beginning. Like the guitar lick at yep. the beginning. Yes. Yes, it's killer, good call. man. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the trumpet solo is yes. bananas. Right? Yeah. I'm going to have to just, give that one a re-listen then. I don't remember a just, trumpet solo. You know what? I, I'm outraged It's officially now. This, an this egre- is, It's this bullshit. <laughs> this is such an egregious omission. I This is a joke. <laughs> I had it five. Morrow had it eight. And you two dummies didn't have it anywhere on your list. This is complete insanity. It is. I guess you'll have to take it up with someone who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you know what was funny is that as I was, um, as I was looking like sort of through this song there there's um system of a down does a cover of this song as well or do they and if and if you really want to like in my opinion i like system of a down um they did not make the song better um <laughs> so maybe that helped you know push this song a little bit further up the list for me but i again i think the uh the metro is it is such a good like lyrically, and I know she didn't write the lyrics, but it really fits with with this band. And I, that song is is unbelievable. And I, I just found out uh, found what we heard good. of heard of the band Berlin. They sing uh, "Take My Breath Away" and "Top Gun." Oh yes, <laughs> oh, no. yes, that's the song. Yes, now get good that one. song out of your head tonight. Oh, yeah. Our oh, researchers already... are going to be asking for a raise because they're killing right. it today. We should cut. Co- we should do a cover of that song. Take, Take my, my breath, breath away. Yeah, we'll do it, but we'll do it in like <laughs> drop C with like double bass and death metal vocals. Wow, that would be a turn. And the okay. video will be riding our bicycles angry <laughs> with no helmet. <laughs> no, no mask. Yeah, and a mask. Volleyball, playing volleyball with masks on, no shirts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's. I, I guess. Are there any other uh, egregious omissions or any other so. points of contention? Is anyone else angry about anything else? No, I think once. I think we're good, man. All right. This is uh, this is the. I know we call it the deep cuts, and and maybe not. Uh, appropriate really for for a newer band or whatever but um uh, who wants okay oh i got one can't be trusted damn i love that song can't be trusted it didn't didn't scratch the top 10 for me but 
It, uh, yeah, that's off the first album. Yeah, Good it's, call. It's a catchy one. I, I suggest checking that one out. All right. I I like it. Cease, have you, uh, have you got anything? We talked about, yeah, before, you're going to find a way out. Rude Boy in the Penitentiary. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we were singing that loud and proud before we started recording. Thank God we weren't recording. I mean, I we do enough singing on this stupid podcast. I don't need... <laughs> we, were go, we were going hard on that one, yeah. Find a Way Out is a great tune. Um, Divide Us, another one. I'd, also, it, I'd throw So... With, I'm going to throw oh. So Wrong in there, too. We haven't talked about So Wrong yet, have we? Well, pretty soon we're going to have every song they've written well, on our well, list. Well, the good thing yeah. is the playlist still only going to be 27 minutes, so it's not a problem. <laughs> exactly. I think that's all I got for deep cuts. The rest you'll have to find on your own. All right. So, yeah, Gordo's God Can't Be Trusted and So Wrong. Um, Gord's got find. Sorry, backwards. Cecil's got find a way out. Yeah, that was. That was I like Babylon. Mm. Yeah, I was surprised. That's not one of and my it's favorite got a keyboard so- solo. I didn't like. <laughs> I actually didn't like that one. That's what I remember. A keyboard not solo. Well, you mm. didn't make it to the keyboard solo, obviously. Because <laughs> once you get <laughs> yeah, with the keyboard it, solo, it's, an, it's was- amazing. <laughs> it's a gem. All right. Maybe maybe it needs another listen. I'll give it a try, man. Well, you're going to because it's going to be on the playlist anyway. So Beautiful. now, now you're you're forced. Are you sticking with one, or have you got another one, Moral? Uh, no, Liberty was my other one because I, I didn't think it would make the egregious omissions, but it did. So I'm oh, happy okay. about that. I, yeah, but you know we don't include egregious omissions in the. Mm. In I throw the list, one more. So just I didn't really care for the song, maybe as much as the others, but I just love the song title, Jenny Drinks. And count me in with Liberty. Make sure it's there. Yeah, okay, I will. We're going to add Jenny Drinks. I like that song. I had it on my list. I don't I don't, did you, I don't even, was I the only one that, I didn't think you had it on yeah, there. I, I didn't, I just. Okay, it, so you're going, like, yeah, that's the song that's title. Fair. That's all. You, you can go off the board. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I'm going, I'm going off the board. Um, Kind of kind of heavy um well one one song one of my deep cuts i've got two one is uh be gone uh again i love the lyrics song about addiction um the chorus again does have a little bit of a no doubt feel but but her voice is really really strong in in that song I, i think be gone is awesome and if you can believe it i'm going with another cover song we've already talked about Two and again, this goes against all that we believe in, with including cover songs and stuff. Um, but it's a cover song of a rancid tune called "The Eleventh Hour." Um, it's on a, and I'm cheating a little bit because on a, it's on a tribute album. Uh, I think it's called "Hooligans United." It's a tribute to Rancid. There's a whole bunch of different what stuff. Kind of stuff podcast on there. are we running here? What do you mean? I just broke every rule of the podcast. Yeah, I did. I know, but but and and <laughs> it's like well, a actually, different album. Yeah. It's like a Man. cover tune. It's worth what a worthy else? cause. Though. What else worthy have you cause, done? brother? <laughs> yeah, I know you're fighting the a good thing, fight. You know what? But the the, the other uh, the other the other part of it is I'm I'm actually breaking the other rule in that it's not better than the original. Like it's it's <laughs> it's not. But uh, the reason I wanted to include it in the deep cuts mostly was because they've only got they've got three albums. There's the single "Bad Guy," and there's not a lot of other material out there. So if you like the band, you're kind of starving for other for other stuff. And this is a this is a great tune. And I again, I'm not to the point of moral where I'm going to talk about Rancid in every episode. I'm not a I'm not a, at that level, but I am going to recommend Eleventh Hour off of Hooligans United. Okay. Well, and I have to clarify something about the Misfits now that you're now that you're uh, going down that road. Okay. Cuz I don't want people to think I'm a complete idiot. It's mis might be I've too never, late for that. This is I've, episode I've, 9. Yeah. <laughs> that ship's I've up, never maybe. I've never listened to a Misfits tune after Danzig was the lead singer, so Okay. So I, yeah, I, I just have wanted I. to clarify that. Yeah, I haven't listened and to any of that stuff. And the only rule that you didn't break was not fraternizing with other podcast members. So that's good. Because <laughs> you broke every other rule. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I had to because Gotta otherwise... Be you, I'm, 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 how do you yeah. know How do you know this, Moral? <laughs> well, true. I don't. I don't. I actually don't know that. 
Well, it was bet- it was between eleventh hour and friend like me, but I thought we had too many, you know, buddy songs. So I, I had to I had to go a different a different direction. So that's a good call because I didn't know that existed. So yeah, see, yeah, that's see, so it's, it's you know it's when all the other sometimes you gotta break the rules. Yeah, and when you go to the, that album, and now I'm totally going off the rails here because I can talk about a completely different band. But there's a song on that album. Uh, by the Voodoo Glow Skulls called The Brothels that is unbelievable. Voodoo Glow Skulls. If you remember the if you remember the original Rancid song The Brothels and listen to the Voodoo Glow Skulls version, it's incredible. All right. Anyway, I think I might have one of their CDs. Voodoo Glow Skulls, it wouldn't surprise me. Are you think thinking so. of uh, uh, Monster Voodoo Machine? No, I'm thinking of Voodoo Glow Skulls. Okay. I would urge yeah, someone they're, they're, the, uh, the beginning of this podcast to get a pencil. There's a lot of good. I'm getting all these tips here. Voodoo well, glow skulls. <laughs> you can um, l- listen to that album. There's there's like a thousand songs on that tribute album, and there's there's some dog shit in there, but there's there's some really really good good covers in there. So yeah, so that's um, that's the interrupters, boys and girls. Damn, I learned a lot, man. Hey. I learned a lot to just doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, well, we, you know uh, what? Fir- we first heard of this band on a text. Huffman said, you guys want to go to the Interrupters concert? Like, we would if I knew who that was. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was that? That was that- only a year and a half. Was that then, when it was? Yeah. And I binge listened to them after that. I, I fell in love with them. They're great. Every I, song I, is I, good. I knew skip- you'd be a taker on that because when it comes to – some stuff like this, you and I have very similar tastes. I thought, you know, when you said, oh, man, this band is awesome, I, I knew you'd be big in that. Um, I knew Moro not so much. This is a little outside his comfort zone. But uh, anyway. What? I, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Though I actually enjoyed listening to them. I think they're they're a good band. They're a good, good? brand. I think what's really cool about them is uh, the guitar player bass player and drummer are all brothers that's super cool yeah why don't you just you listen to the jonas brothers then <laughs> well, I, not bad freaking weirdo they're not the worst they're, they're like they're like nelson but with another guy i'll, I'll save that for my <laughs> guilty pleasures episode yeah oh god that's gonna be a train wreck oh yeah Our, uh, jesus yeah i can't jonas, i can't, I can't jonas, wait for i'll have that. some jonas on there all i'm right. not no so um nick jonas hell yeah man yeah, we're gonna have Great. to put some parameters around that uh, that episode, or it's gonna get. Oh, it's gonna, we're gonna be. Just don't. Well, I just want to be soiling reputations. <laughs> I don't. You wouldn't find me lined up to see this band live, but however, but however, I don't know if I can say that. But anyway, uh, they will be on my playlist in the future for sure. Nice. My my man Bradley. Uh, is has seen them and he said the show was really really solid good energy and all that if any criticism he had would be that they they were almost too rehearsed like a little bit they were you know if you know what i mean like just too like you don't say they're too tight because it's like you know you 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 want to have that musicality there but it was it was almost it was almost too polished i guess i get you i get i get what you you mean though sometimes they're just playing at you and then other concerts you there's like feedback from the crowd almost there's more i know what you're saying though it's like they're following a script it'll it'll be the same concert every time if you go to the edmonton show you'd see the exact same thing yeah yeah but so but he said he said it was it was great so um you know, if they if they come through uh, town again, I think I will make a point of going to see them. Indeed. Okay, so that's it, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, coworkers about it. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate your support. Don't forget, you can get into Gord's Pouch. Email picksandstickspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and make sure that you don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the Picks and Sticks podcast. You find us everywhere. I mean, everywhere your podcasts are found. Spotify, Apple, YouTube Music, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn and Alexa. That's, you know, and, and everywhere else. So next episode, again, we're going we're gonna to pivot. We're going to do something a little bit different. Actually, do we want to keep it as a surprise? So the ten, next episode is number 10. We thought we'd do something a little bit special for the listeners. Um, 
Do we want to tease it here? Or do we just yep. say you oh, got yeah, you got to sure. wait? We're, we're going to do it. Tease it. Oh, absolutely. Got to tease it. All right. We're doing power ballads. We're doing yeah. hair metal. We still have to work out some of the logistics, but power ballads of, of some sort. So, you know, we're, we'll, you'll, you'll get your, your fill of 80s hair metal, early 90s hair metal. It's going to be great. Power ballads, boys. Oh, power ballads. Hardly wait. Easy listening. Love, love tunes. <laughs> That'll be fun to binge for two or three straight hours. <laughs> yeah yeah it's i yeah well the list the the initial list that i sent out has 70 songs under consideration uh, Damn. it might be 74 now but uh anyway i think it's going to be great so make sure you uh you check back uh like i said uh subscribe to the podcast for episode number 10 coming at you in a couple of weeks power ballads so thanks again for listening until next time see you see you see you Woo.